Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. All right, it's time for another episode of Kick Some ADHD, and I have Dana back and refreshed from vacation. Dana, how are you? I am fine. David, the transition after two weeks off is a little challenging, but that's okay. I always expect it, and I know what to deal with. The deal it's brutal, is, isn't it? it? It is. It is. I always say that my body drives home or flies, but this time it was drive, and my brain walks. So it, <laughs> my so my brain is somewhere in Northern California now, and it's it's getting. It'll be in Oregon probably tomorrow or the next day. <laughs> That's that is so great. I'm so glad for you though. I I don't remember what a vacation feels like, so I'm I'm just thrilled that you got a, a chance to get away and you know clear your head a little bit. That sounds yeah, great. Clear your head. Like totally just took it all and dumped everything out and just floated in a kayak for a week. It was beautiful. That sounds wonderful. And nice and socially distant too at the same time. Yes. Very. (laughs) That is great. Well, last week we talked about cutting the complexity trap. Trap. The alliteration is just so appealing. I, I, I have a hard time saying it, but uh, saying it with a T, trap. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, that was good. So um, today we're shifting gears a little bit, right? We are. I When we recorded the last episode, I was I realized that I get a lot of people that email me about where do I start with ADHD? What? How do I even know what help to get? When you start Googling ADD, ADHD, uh, you get you know, all kinds of stuff. It's just confusing. And where do you start? What do you need to do to start making life easier? Yeah. I remember when I got my diagnosis, thankfully we had just been through it with my daughter for six months or so. So I had some idea, but then again, as a working professional type person, I was I just was stupefied as to what to do. You know, it, 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 I knew about medication at that point a little bit anyway, but you know, the idea of like how to readjust and fix my working life was like, (laughs) so I can identify with anyone who's like, where do I start? What do I do? Yeah. And that is, um, it's just really important to be able to cut through the, the, fog, the the clutter, the searches, the opinions, because the thing about ADHD is also there's so many opinions out there. Medication's bad. It's good. You know, you don't, ADHD isn't real. La, da, 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 da. There's a lot of stuff out there on the internet. And what I want to be able to do is help people navigate, okay, this is what I'm dealing with. Where do we go from here? So important. And, 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 and I feel like having a trusted guide through all of that stuff is so, so important. And so with all of your, you've got decades on us, Dana. I do. <laughs> it's I so do. great. Yeah, it is so great. And so if we don't sort out where, where to start, we're just going to wander through all of the things and probably bang our heads against the wall. Um, yes. I've done that. Yeah. Yes. You bang your head against the wall. The other thing I see is people just think they can muscle through on their own. 
oh, and yeah. it's it's too hard. I'll just keep doing it on my own. Frankly, David, I did that for years and years and years, and it was not incredibly successful. I It took me so many years to get a handle on how to live, how to set my life up to be successful yeah. so I could kick my ADHD out of my way. It doesn't have to take that long. It doesn't have to be that hard once you know what to do and where to look for the help that you need. It's it's true. And I, I, I finally yielded and went to see a doctor to get medication. And But first, I had to convince the doctor that I had ADHD. But secondly, even though I had a, you know, a psychologist <laughs> report that showed right. it. But then, you know, the doc doesn't know anything about it. I mean, I mean he, you know, he, he was empathetic and wanted to help. But, you know, take this medication. See ya in three months, <laughs> you yeah. know, and, and, and I don't fault him for that. It's not the medical profession's job, but like, where do we, where do we go? So I'm so, I'm so glad we're doing this. I, I hope that this episode becomes something that people can use as a reference for anybody that is, is facing a new diagnosis or, or trying to figure out where to start. Yes, exactly. So, so let's dig in and start to help people realize that there actually are pathways to figure out how to have this totally cool, not harder than anybody else's life. You got to be aware of it. You got to pay attention to it. You can live successfully. I love that. Yes. Get rid of all the unnecessary pain and suffering and struggling and things. Exactly. exactly. Let's do that. Okay. Hey, it's David with another quick reminder for you. If you are a professional, a business owner, a business person, and you're trying to reach your potential, but your ADHD is holding you back in some way, then please, you owe it to yourself to check out Dana's ADHD Success Club. It is getting started soon, very soon, in fact. And so you don't have a lot of time if you want to get in at the very beginning so that you can maximize the benefit out of this next new season of the ADHD Success Club. Head over to kicksomeadhd.com success and you can learn all about the program there, but you'll also be able to download Dana's free ebook, The Top Three Ways You Let ADHD Sabotage Your Success and How You Can Turn This Around. I guarantee you, you're going to benefit from the resource there and it's absolutely free, no strings attached. Just go over to kicksomeadhd.com success download that free ebook, and then check out all the details about how the Success Club works, how the live coaching every week works, and all the different ways that you can benefit from Dana's more than two decades of experience working with ADHD professionals just like you and me. Head over to kicksomeadhd.com success today. And we're back. Today we're talking about where to start. When you find out you have ADHD or when you realize you need you need to do something. So, Dana, how do we how do we where do we where do we where do we start? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> and the answer David is there are three types of help for ADHD. It's an the overall umbrella is the three types of help. Within oh. those three types, there's different nuances and different things to look at and do. Okay. However, the National Institute of Health did a large multimodal study, I want to say 20 years ago, 
I, I don't remember exactly how long I was at an at a conference and we talked about it and um, I didn't want to take the time to look up all the dates and details right now. You but know I'm going to do that and post it. I know you are. I know you are. Yeah, because you're the you can lean on me for that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the I'm the oh I know it's out there. Anyway, they did a large, large multimodal study, and they realized that there are three areas, and one is you optimize your brain, one is to soften the emotional damage, and one is to learn the skills for making life easier. Now they talked about it as you need to you need a diagnosis and a doctor and medication. You need therapy and you need coaching. But oh. I have taken that and reversed it because I it's just more complicated than than that black and white area that they pulled out. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Because that sounds awfully prescriptive and like cut and dried and here's what to do. <laughs> exactly. And okay. then I so this was when I was a baby coach, and then now I have a lot of years of experience on all of this. And I realized, no, you know, the, yes, those all play a part, but it's a bigger picture. Okay. So are we going to like dive in and break these down? Is that the plan? Oh no. I thought we'd just sit here and <laughs> just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> Let everybody bye, everybody. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, okay. So let's first talk about optimizing your brain. So this means getting your brain on board. Remember ADHD is a brain-based condition. We had a podcast on this at one point and I don't remember the number of it. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was where we dove into the neuro nerd the stuff. The neuro nerd stuff. The neuro nerd stuff. Um, so we need to get your brain on board. And getting a diagnosis is probably really Im- not probably. It is important. Yeah. It helps you realize that yes, this is real. Uh, I'm not lazy. I'm not stupid. I'm I'm not a flake. This is actually a real medical condition. And my brain works differently than other people's do. So the, the diagnosis helps to helps to helps people deal with what's actually going on. Yeah. And it kind of legitimizes the whole thing because you you if without the diagnosis, there's still the question, is this am I just you know, do I have character flaws? <laughs> you know, or or is this is this a real condition, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And and often people, even with the diagnosis, they still think it's character flaws. They still don't Truly. believe it. They don't want to believe it. If you have a diagnosis of ADD, ADHD, embrace it. Yes. You don't need to fall into grief. There is grief involved. It, people actually have two different um, reactions to it. There's either grief like, oh, my God. Or for me, it was, oh, thank you. This is what's mm. going on. I'm not just wildly weird. I have a reason I am. Just a few days ago on Twitter, Dana, someone posted that they got their diagnosis and then they they, they explained the two reactions. Like the people that don't have ADHD were like, oh, I'm so sorry. And all the ADHD people were like, yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, there's a reason. congratulations. Yeah, there exactly. is a reason. <laughs> exactly. Excellent. So yeah. um, what kind of doctor do you see? It doesn't matter what their specialty is. What matters is that they understand ADHD. So it can be a 
family practice doctor, if they understand ADHD, a lot of times it's a psychiatrist or a psychologist who does the diagnosis. They can do testing. There is no official test like a blood test that says you have ADHD. Basically, it's it's they're looking at patterns. They're looking at your history. There, there are tests that people can take um, response times. I mean, it depends. My diagnosis was pretty much, a, it was a neurologist and, and he talked to me and, and talked about my, my history and my life and said, yeah, this is what's going on here. Other doctors do a whole battery of tests to determine. So, yeah. so it just depends. David, what was your diagnosis? Mine was an, an extensive interview. Um, and, and again, same psychologist who had already diagnosed my daughter. So I think she kind of knew where we were headed. Um, and, and she laughed at my huge cup of coffee that I walked in with, but anyway, she, uh, we, we did a, a lengthy interview and then she subjected me to the Connors something or other computer-based thing. Yep. And when it was over, it was what, 20 minutes or something. She told me, she goes, you probably don't want to work the rest of the day. You need to take the day off because <laughs> <laughs> she said, I know you, I know you're going to try to beat it. You, you shouldn't try to beat it. There's no way to beat it. But if you try to beat it, it will wear you out. And I I was shot, mentally shot after that mm -hmm. thing. 20 minutes of, I don't know what just happened. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, and I appreciated that because I wanted data. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't want just, you know, somebody licking their finger and waving it in the wind to see if the wind was blowing that way. She also did... Um, uh, like a, a questionnaire for people who knew me well. Yes. And that's and, something else that's really common because we are often not good judges of who we are and what we're doing. The people we live with, love, work with, they are so much better at observing our patterns and habits. That's so true. Oh man. I am so clueless about myself sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was my diagnosis. I mean, okay. and, and she wrote a, a nice report that I just, I wanted to burn it as soon as I saw it, but yes, <laughs> I had the grief reaction first. Okay. And that's <laughs> normal. Over. It really yeah. is it, because there's a, you realize all the years you've struggled and wasted. Oh, and, oh man. So true. So the diagnosis is, is important and it also, they're looking at, can it be something else? Is there something else going on? Uh, their bodies are complicated, brains are complicated. Could it be something else that's making you unfocused, disorganized, foggy? You know, there are, there are a variety of other things that it could be as well. So getting a diagnosis is important. Yeah. And then often with the diagnosis comes the medication, the, the prescription. Um, and we've, we talked about the medication, I believe in the neuro nerd. Uh, I think, yeah, I think it's certainly come up more than once. Along right, the way. That right. was episode 10, by the way, neuro, the Neuro Nerd Corner episode. Thank you. David's our data guy. <laughs> I shoot from the hip impulsively and in, with intuition, and David does the data. Oh, trust me. I shoot from the hip, too, but um, I looked it up just, <laughs> just to confirm. <laughs> anyway, so there are different medications. Um, the medications, typically they're stimulant medications. Doctors that don't understand ADHD can be afraid of the medication because they are, um, it's especially Adderall, it's an amphetamine salt yeah. mix. And, and go back and listen to episode number 10 if you want more information about all of that. The, but, but, I guess what I really want to say is learn, know what's right for you. Don't base what's going on with fear of what you've re read on the internet. 
The medications have been used for years. Um, they've been tested for years. Reality is most people I know don't want to take them. We don't like to take them. We, if you have ADHD, you're not taking them to, you know, you're taking them so your brain works. You're not taking them to get high. No. And, and the dosages are clinically low. So on purpose, so that you're not, you know, you're not experiencing you. I've never experienced euphoria of any kind, you know, even when I accidentally double dosed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, I have a love hate relationship with it. You know, yep. it, it allows me to do a lot of things, but it, it's not my favorite thing. Right. And a lot of people I work with and including me, my goal was to learn how to get the skills and the awareness and manage myself well enough. So I didn't have to take medication anymore. There are some days I think it would be great to be able to take an Adderall and, but most of the days I don't need to take it. So, yeah. you know, anyway, don't be afraid of the medication. And then we also have to talk about another important, important part about optimizing your brain. And that's the self-care. That's the getting enough sleep, David Johnson. Yes, ma'am. I'm listening. Yes. Eating well, um, hydrating, drinking enough water, exercise. Ex exercise can be like the magic, the magic bullet for ADHD for a lot of people. Meditation, all of those things. And we've talked about that in, in many different episodes, but getting your brain to work is more than just taking a pill. It's getting the support your brain needs. It's taking care of your brain so it can do the hard work you need it to do every single day. Yeah, that is so, so important. So all of these things that we're talking about so far fall under that first sort of classification, right, of optimizing the brain. This yes. is the diagnosis, the medication, to whatever extent that happens, and the self-care. And yes, I'm working on sleep. I, I really am. <laughs> As he's trying to, he's drinking coffee to stay awake. <laughs> oh, and, and Adderall helps me stay awake. Too. I'm not going to lie. I, I like does. that part of Adderall. <laughs> it does. It does. So that's the optimized brain part. The second thing that we need to look at, David, is softening the emotional damage that mm. many of us have had growing up with undiagnosed ADHD or even having it diagnosed as a kid. And still having to deal with all the crap that comes flying at us because we can't focus, we can't think, we can't be consistent. We, it's hard to do what we need to do. Yes. And, and this is so real. I mean, this is not a, a made up thing at all. I saw a study and I don't have that in front of me either, but I'll try to get it in the show notes about the number. And it was in the tens of thousands, the number of corrective messages that a young person with ADHD has heard um, by the time they're, say, 12 years old, as compared to someone without ADHD. And it was in the tens of thousands more. I want to say 20,000. It's something it might, that. Like sounds that. about right. Yeah. Yeah. It was 18,000, 20,000. I mean, it's a huge, huge number. Of, and I don't, of, I don't remember getting those. Oh, I, I, don't. I don't remember that, but I, I feel the, the, you know, the, I'm, I'm hypersensitive to other people perceiving that I'm not, you know, f measuring up in some way. So I know I had to get them. I just, I guess I was distracted. <laughs> you weren't paying attention. No, <laughs> I know that, that I be. got them. Yeah. I mean, don't be so lazy, Dana. Why are you so lazy? No, oh, and, and I did. I got the, you know, you always start things, but you never finish. I got that a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and so though all of those messages over time take a toll they do damage. There's a lot of shame associated with ADHD. Um, people can fly into perfectionism and 
not everybody does. Some do. Um, there is self-worth, self-value. It's, it's complicated and we need to unpack that. And I haven't gone for therapy. I, I had a mini therapy session with the psychologist on the day that she handed me my diagnosis. Um, and I still, I do probably need to do some of that. I, I haven't, you know, I've journaled a lot. That's been helpful. And I've tried to write to kind of clarify my thinking about it. But I still feel like when you talk about this right now, that's pretty raw for me. Okay. Okay. Just for, hearing what you're saying. Yeah. And and I, I did some therapy and it helped. And I also find the meditation really helps. The awareness really helps. There are support groups. Um, Chad and ADA, Adult ADHD Organization, have uh, free support groups. They're, so the point is to deal with the past and learn how to set your mindset going forward. Um, and, and so accepting that being a screw up for much of your life, it takes a toll. It just takes a toll. Oh man, especially like I was in my forties. I know you were, you know, or thereabouts. And I mean, by then, sometimes you feel like there's no, there's no hope of anything changing, you know? Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so. Exactly. And I can I, remember a lion on the bedroom floor thinking, I'm done. I am so over this. And yeah. why can't I, why can't I? Right. And and just the basic, simple things other people were able to do, and I couldn't. Oh. Yeah, that's hard, and it hurts, and we have to learn how to deal with it. Yeah, and I know one particular type of therapy that has gotten a lot of traction in recent years is cognitive behavioral therapy, exactly. CBT. Exactly. And I'm aware of the principles of it, and I've kind of looked at it. I've never been through it with, with a therapist, but I, I can see how it makes an enormous difference. Yeah, it's it's huge. It's, it's really a great type of therapy. I think it's much more effective than just talking. Um, mm -hmm. And in fact, I didn't even know it, but the way I work with my clients, it's, it's sort of a form of CBT, even though I'm not a therapist, I'm not trained in that and everything, but it kind of has the same flavor. Sure. Yeah. And it works. I mean, you know, the principles, whether it's a therapist or whether you're just practicing the principles, they, they work. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you just have to become so aware of what you're thinking of your patterns and how to adjust the patterns and, and all of those things. This stuff doesn't ever really go away. I had a situation on vacation I, um, where it I ran into somebody that I knew when I was a teenager, and it and it let off a whole bunch of sparks. And it, I, but I was able to observe it and watch it and say, "Oh, oh, look at that! Oh, that's interesting." And it took me a few hours to talk myself down from "You're just such this." you know, ugly, stupid, oh. and your mother dresses you funny. Uh, that's what I call it. Um, yeah. That, you know, from out of that place. So it's, don't, don't think that the emotional damage of having ADHD diagnosed or undiagnosed is unimportant because it is, and you've got to do something to soften it. That's good stuff. And you hear the term RSD, you know, rejection sensitive dysphoria tossed around, and that's kind of a, you know, technical-ish, jargonish term for that. But it's it's true. 
you know, we deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I, uh, we can, I think we should do a a thing on that, a podcast. An RSD episode. Yeah. That would be brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's add that. Let's add that to the list, David, because that's a huge, huge issue. Huge issue. And RSD rejection, it's dealing, it's really overly sensitive to rejection. It's true. And it, and it yes. helps drive the perfectionism. And of course right. it's rooted in shame. It's all this emotional right. stuff that we're talking about right now. And it's not, it, and rejection is, it seems so, so black and white, cut and dry. It's not just rejection, it's criticism. Exactly. Yeah. Even, even constructive criticism, we can perceive Ooh, it. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. And so sometimes people are really genuinely helping or thinking they're helping. And maybe if we were not someone with ADHD, it would help. But for us, it just goes the other way. Boom, shuts us down. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why, David, I think you're wonderful. Oh, thank you, Dana. No I appreciate flaws. that. Ah, and I see, I feel the same way about you. Yay. I mean, ah. you know, you are awesome. You're awesome. We got yes, this. I love talking to you. <laughs> okay. So we digress. The third thing after optimizing your brain functioning, softening the emotional damage, you got skills to learn. You've got to learn how to design your life so you can succeed. You need to learn how to make things easier. You need to learn how to work to your strengths. All of those things. We have talked ad nauseum about those things on the podcast. Yeah. And that seems to be largely where we're focusing with the podcast because we're not doctors. We can't diagnose you. We're not, we're not therapists. We can't, you know, therapize you, (laughs) but this is the area, Dana, where the rubber meets the road, the practical stuff. And this is what you do so well when you're working with people is helping them with the skills. It's not the only thing you do well, but it's a big part of what you do. Yeah. And so this is where coaching comes in and ADHD coaching and the whether it's a private working privately one-on-one with someone, whether it's a group such as my ADHD success club, and there are other groups out there, um, whether there are support groups as well, but I find they tend to go more through to the therapy mode and, and dealing with the emotional stuff than the actual skills. However, there are some support groups that, that do the skills. So it's learning how to, clear the clutter, how to set up your organizing systems so they stay organized, the paper systems, how to be on time, how to get stuff done, how to manage your task list, how to keep your house tidy, you know, how to be aware and and how to not procrastinate and how to catch your mindset and how to do all the self-care stuff that helps optimize your brain. There's so many pieces to this. It's ba- that's what makes my work so fascinating is because there are so many skills to learn that ADHD touches just about every aspect of a person's life. It's so true. And, and a lot of these things, Dana, are things that, you know, I'm an adult. I'm in my mid 40s. I feel like I shouldn't need someone to coach me with how to put the laundry away. David, you're shooting on yourself. I I know, I know. But like, that's kind of like one one of the, I think it's one of the objections to this whole thing or one of the things that holds us back is that exact idea. It's like, I I don't, I don't think I need that. I don't think I ought to need that, but I, I welcome the help. So. (laughs) Yeah. And I, that keeps a lot of people from getting the help they need because they say, I'm an adult. I should be able to do this. Exactly. And when you hear yourself say the word should, 
everybody listening, I want you to stop in your tracks and take a look at that because shooting on yourself is just full of guilt. It's full of shame. It's expecting you to be able to do things like other people do. Right. Right. And, and, and because this is neurochemistry we're talking about, this is a lifetime of, you know, stuff. Um, you, you know, it's, it's not fair to think that you're going to act and behave and function like someone that doesn't have this neurochemical thing going on. Exactly. It's just not fair. Yeah. Exactly. And it takes somebody, sometimes it takes somebody else to point out, hey, this is what you need to do to make things easier. Part of what I like to do, I don't want to coach everybody for the rest of their lives. I want to teach them how to identify what they need to do to make it easier. So what are the mm -hmm. secrets? What are the tricks? What am I looking for when I'm asking them the questions and helping them redesign how they do things? And so they're able to take that formula, that model and apply it to other things. Yeah, it's kind of a pattern, you know, and you can, but you don't always observe it. So having someone show it, that's the beauty of a coach, right? Everybody knows how to swing a golf club and hit a ball, but you need somebody watching what you're doing to tell you, you know, where, you're, where, where you need, you know, to make adjustments, you know, yeah. it's, 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 that, it's that, that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And everybody needs a coach. I, I, I believe this wholeheartedly. Yes. And when you are looking for a coach, if you have ADHD, please make sure they are an ADHD coach. There are coaches that don't are not ADHD coaches that say, "Oh, I, I have my nephew has ADHD or something, so I know how to work with that." Make sure it's an ADHD coach. There are a lot of us out there now. There's more all the time. There's good training. Um, and make sure it's somebody that understands attention deficit. So, so can I ask you, when you say that, do you mean that you want to find a coach that also has ADHD or someone that specializes in specializes. ADHD? Um, okay. It's not everybody who has ADHD. There are a lot of coaches that have ADHD, but you have to make sure they have their shit. To, excuse me. I've been no, on vacation. I have potty mouth. They have it's their okay. stuff together. It's true. Yeah. Because, because if you, you don't want to be the most organized and on time person in the room, you want, if you're, you need your coach to. With your coach. Yeah. Dana, this is, I know I've said this before. That's why I chose you. I could see, cause I'm a web guy. I'm a digital marketing mm -hmm. guy. I could see who, who was executing well and who wasn't. And there was exactly one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that I found and it was you. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, yes. And that's, one thing that has allowed my business to be so successful is because, you know, I can respond to an email most of the time. <laughs> so it's just, you know, it's, it's the other. Yeah. So if you, but make sure you have a coach that's trained in attention deficit and has their ADHD well under control. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, David. So I'm looking at the clock and I know we've, we've, we've used our time today, yeah. but it's been really good. And, and it, it's, it's, it falls into these three categories, optimize your brain, soften the emotional damage, learn skills. And I'm going to, when we put the show notes together, I'll, I'll have links out to those items that we referenced so that if you want to dig a little more, you know, you can, you can follow those links. And on that note, I will say, if you want to find the show notes and also we want to hear from you, what did you, what did you pick up from today's episode? Go to kicksomeadhd.com slash 019. This is episode number 19. So kicksomeadhd.com slash 019. And there's a place for you to leave comments. You can also hit us up on social media and all that other stuff. But wow, Excellent. this is really, really good stuff. 
And yeah, and David, I think next week we're going to dig in a little bit more about when to know if you need help. If this is the type of help that people need, okay, then how do you know? What what are the signs it's time? Yeah, I mean, some of the stuff you can you can manage, but other th- there's a point at which you need you need to reach out. Yeah. 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 And don't just try and muscle through on your own. Don't do what I did. Yes, there's no reason. I mean, so many good resources today. So many years. Okay. All right, David. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Have fantastic weeks and go out there and kick some ADHD out of your life. Yeah, love it. All right. Thank you, Dana. Talk to you next week. Okay, bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who... Squirrel uh, um, has ADHD or might and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.